Your journey to Ultimate Health begins with Dr. Brad Shapiro from Ultimate Health Chiropractic. Brad, how's it going? And it's time for our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. I am doing great. I hope you guys are as well. Standard disclaimer, please understand that we are not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Whether it's a chiropractor like myself, a physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Then I want to mention our sponsors. First, we have Winchester Family Dentistry, headed up by Dr. Garrett Orr and staff. Great group of people. They do a little bit of everything, everything from standard teeth cleanings to wisdom teeth removal to everything in between. You can reach them at area code 931-967-4143. Again, that's area code 931-967-4143, and they are accepting new patients. Second sponsor is Unstoppable Church, headed up by Pastor Brad Brinkley and, uh, and staff. Uh, great church. It's to say, huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great church. Uh, they do a rock and roll worship service, and then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church out of Oklahoma. You can reach them at area code 931-649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909. And they are doing Sunday morning services. There you go. Uh, we have talked over over the last several years, uh, Brad, all about uh, chiropractic. And you've taken it a whole step further in regards to an overall approach to, to uh, better health, whether it's body, mind, or spirit. The one thing you've always stressed to us is that we are body, mind, and spirit. All three of them have to be tackled at the same time. Yes. So yes. Talk, talk a bit about that and what all you offer. You know, I, to me, that's just a very accurate description of, of the way we were created. Um, you know, a lot of my perspectives come from a, a Christian perspective. Uh, I, I measure everything against the Bible. Mm-hmm. We're actually, we've been recently studying at, um, at our church at Abundant Life here in Cowan. Mm-hmm. We've been studying, um, uh, it's a discipleship class. And our last class was on chapters 1 and 2 of Genesis. Mm-hmm. And it really got into this idea that we're made in God's image. Um, but from that perspective, we really are triune beings. We're mind, body, and spirit. We're all three. And so we really have to look at all three to understand not only who we are, but to address our, our various issues. And what a lot of people will do, and I've been guilty of this myself included, is they'll try to address um, a spiritual issue from a, from a physical standpoint, mm-hmm. or they'll try to address a mental-emotional issue from a uh, from a physical standpoint um, and it's so once you understand that we are trying beings we're mind body spirit <clears throat> it also puts you in a position where you can look at things more objectively and try to understand where those real root causes are mm-hmm. that are causing the health issues that a, that a patient may be facing so for instance something like depression that could just as easily be um, issues of, of limiting beliefs and say uh, trauma as a kid or, or things like that. It could be something where you have to address it more from the, the mental-emotional standpoint, or it could be a chemical imbalance. It could mm-hmm. be something as simple as a magnesium deficiency. Mm-hmm. Magnesium is a precursor for a lot of the neurotransmitters in the brain, the brain chemicals. And so if those are off, somebody could have anxiety or depression, not because of a necessarily a directly an emotional thing, but because of a chemical imbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really served us just to take that 30,000-square-foot thir- that 30, view, understand that as, as people, we are uh, comprised, we're, uh, we're 
we're made up of uh, mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. And if we'll look at ourselves from that um, from that perspective, it really opens up the door to to really see things more objectively and to really be of, of greater service. That's mm-hmm. at least what we found for our patients. Well, there you go. And, and and the thing is, how many times have you said that any three people or any five people or whatever could come in with the exact same symptom, and then when you do the uh, blood work that you do, when you do the interview uh, technique that you do and everything, you find out that all five of them, even though they have the exact same pain in the exact same spot, they all came from five completely different causes. And I, I'm thinking, uh, especially in regards to any kind of pains that can be um, tied in a bit to blood pressure, I mean, blood pressure can come from bad diet, blood pressure can come from stress. Yeah, blood pressure can come from a whole wide range of things. Yes, blood pressure could be a, an overweight issue, an obesity issue. Blood pressure could be, there's lots of research that shows a connection between blood pressure issues and what we call in chiropractic a subluxation mm-hmm. of your C1 or your occiput, one of those top bones in your neck. Uh, there's been lots of instances where I've personally, for instance, I've checked somebody's blood pressure I've adjusted them in that area, mm-hmm. and then I've rechecked them afterwards, and their blood pressure is lowered mm-hmm. as a result of the adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. Blood pressure can be caused by so many different things. It's important to figure out what that root cause is versus just putting somebody on a blood pressure medication mm-hmm. and just calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, when I say that I'm not zeroing in on just medicine, to me that's just a broken philosophy. A lot of areas of healthcare rely on what I would call um, word association. So the the doctor of natural medicine, when he or she sees blood pressure issues, they might think this supplement. Mm-hmm. Or when a medical doctor sees a blood pressure issue, they might think this drug. Or when a chiropractor sees blood pressure issues, they might think, well, that's always uh, an atlas, that first bone in the neck issue, so I'll just adjust that. And the reality is, again, this stuff's so dynamic that you have to discipline yourself to look at these things objectively and really zero in on what exactly is causing that issue versus just relying on word association and assuming that it's always the same treatment for blood pressure every single time with every single patient. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the thing is, we are a microwave society. We expect instant gratification when it comes to various uh, needs and all that. And... Uh, Basically, there there are people out there that just say, "Okay, I've got this symptom, so give me a pill for it." Yes, there are, and that's because I got to get back to work. I got to get back to what to whatever. Yep, and that's really the way we've been educated. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really the way most people look at health because that's what they've heard, that's what they've seen, that's what they've been taught, um, and so that's part of the the issue of realizing that we're trying beings, we're mind, body, spirit, and part of the the process of, of taking people through this learning curve mm-hmm. is in an effort to give them a more accurate representation of just how health really works and how we're really made. And then from there, the results really can go to a whole new level. Because mm-hmm. you have to understand one of the reasons that this stuff is confusing is the United States of America, we're the least healthy developed country in the world. How ironic is that? So you've got you've got a bunch of sick people walking around and I don't mean it derogatory. Mm-hmm. I mean, it truly breaks my heart. And that's my, that's so much of the crusade for a guy like me is mm-hmm. to help uh, change that. But when you have a sick culture, obviously they're not being taught correctly what it takes to be healthy. I mean, it only makes sense the, the Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. Mm-hmm. 
the fact of the matter is the fruit is in this country that we're sick. And so we're obviously not being taught correctly in terms of what it takes to be healthy. So when you got a guy like me that comes into the, the mix and starts uh, changing the rules and teaching things from a different perspective, it is going to be confusing just because people aren't used to being taught that way. Mm-hmm. And it's not just me. I mean, there's, there's many others out there that are really trying to, to make an effort to, to help uh, change this thing. Because mm-hmm. it's it's heartbreaking to see the number of, of sick people walking around. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking to realize that um, so many of the deaths with something like COVID involved pre-existing conditions. Uh, it's heartbreaking to, to know that I think 700,000 people in this country die every year of heart disease, mm-hmm. 600,000 of cancer, uh, three or 400,000 of obesity. You know, the list just goes on and on. I think something like, I've read reports where something like 250,000 people die of margarine. You know, there's just things like that. A million people. <laughs> yes. So there's just things like that that shouldn't even be an option for us. But unfortunately, they are, and people are getting sick, and people are dying. What would it be like if we had a whole generation <clears throat> of people from a very young age on up, if we had a whole generation of people that were brought up with good preventative health? It would it body, would be, mind, and spirit. <clears throat> it would be a massive game changer. It it would be huge. Um, we could get a grasp on what we're facing. You, yeah. Oh, it's it's huge, and it's it's education. I think a lot of it too is is finding that um, <clears throat> that unity component. How mm-hmm. can we do these things together? Because there's just no way I can do it on my own, or or many of the other people can do it on their own, or just a select few of us that are really trying to to change this paradigm of how we view health. There's mm-hmm. no way any one of us can do it on our own or even as a small group. I think a lot of it's going to take unity. Um, and I think to create unity, I think one of the key factors, and this is something I've really been focused on lately, and this is something that Pastor Josh is talking about a lot at our church, is motives. Mm-hmm. I think motives are so huge. If I walk into a room and, you know, I don't do this, but I'm just, I want to give you some comparison. But mm-hmm. if I walk into a room with a patient that is not healthy and I take on a posture where I'm trying to school them and I'm trying to put them in their place and I'm trying to tell them, listen, you are just, you're a terrible person, you're overweight, you've got this, 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 and I start shaming them, that's, that's unfortunately a lot of times what happens in our culture in general. That's mm-hmm. our idea of trying to help somebody is schooling them. And it's my opinion, that's just not healthy. So contrast that posture with a posture if I walk in and I really try to meet that person where they're at. Mm -hmm. And I really try to understand where they're coming from. And I really try to understand what their struggles are and what's working for them and what's not working for them. And really try to meet them where they're at in an effort to help them go into a a better place of health and Mm -hmm. a better place of quality of life. Mm -hmm. You can have both of those two extremes and... In many ways, the approaches could look very similar in terms of what's actually done, but the motives of, of a doctor trying to school somebody versus the motives of a doctor trying to meet somebody where they're at mm-hmm. and really lead them gently and, and peacefully and lovingly into health are totally different. You're talking mm-hmm. about two different motives, and I think that's a lot of what we're seeing right now. Um, in terms of what it would take for our culture to just be healthier in general, mm-hmm. is we have to check our motives. Um, and you see that, honestly, both inside and outside of the church. Sure. So I'm not just, as a Christian man, I'm not trying to say that um, that doesn't happen in, in, the, in the walls of, of the church building, because it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Every human being has been guilty of that. Mm-hmm. 
but I think we really have to start checking our motives. And I think if we do, that'll create higher degrees of, of unity where we can all really work together, really help one another become healthier on just every level. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and the thing is, you, you talk about in church and out of church and everything. I, I, I don't think this is <clears throat> too far of a, of a leap to take, but what I'm thinking about <clears throat> is what we all <clears throat> collectively as a society went through last year when, COVID, when the whole COVID uh, issue was, was really um, raging forward and everything. We as human beings are not designed to be isolated. No. And so there, there we were, and I cannot tell you, Brad, how many calls I to took from people uh, on the air and off the air here at the station that were feeling all these uh, feelings of anxiety. But the thing is, uh, for the better part of a year, we have been told to, to stay apart. We have been told to uh, be careful. We've been told to be aware of, of everything around us, which is okay to a point. But I, I'm thinking, can you imagine what it's like for the very small children and you and I as as fathers and myself as a grandfather, I'm thinking, what was it like, what, or what has it been like, for the very small children to live in a society where it has been so completely isolated, and how do they function as a living, breathing, functioning human being with feelings and hopes and dreams and everything, with everything we've been through? How's, how's it been for those young people? I think it's for a lot of uh, the young people. They're going to follow them for a long time. Yeah, they're going to carry certain triggers and and certain uh, mental emotional challenges mm -hmm. um, from this point on, unless there's some <laughs> sort of intervention. And that really, so much of the COVID issue, I think uh, we all have to remember is in many instances you had two well-intending people, you know, two the people that really were passionate about doing the right thing that just saw the way to manage it completely differently. Mm -hmm. You know, I, my, my opinion on the best way to manage COVID is a lot different than a lot of people's. Mm -hmm. um, and again, that goes back to that difference in the way we're, we're taught and trained in terms of, of what health really looks like. Um, but you, because of that level of confusion and because of the, um, uh, the amount of peer pressure um, and the emotions that were flying around all this mm -hmm. and then what actually happened, I mean, let me tell you, if you told me 10 or 20 years ago that, that this many churches would shut down in the Bible Belt yeah. for any reason, mm -hmm. I would have told you you were crazy. <clears throat> yeah. And so that alone is just a shock to the system. And I'm not even getting into whether or not it should or should not have happened. But just compared to what we're used to, that's a big shock to the system to see all these churches uh, completely shut down for months and months and months at a time. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been a... A trying period, and again, I think that goes back to what I was talking about with the, the motives and the posture. I think we really have to stay away from a posture of trying to school people or put them in their place. And I think we need to think in terms of a posture of how can we meet people where they're at and how can we you know, work through this together. Mm -hmm. But I think you also have to discern through the process of whether or not there's there's potential for resolution there and then when there's not for instance you know in the bible it talks about times where you really need to pursue people and, and the lost sheep and yeah. and really you know chase after people and then other times jesus told his disciples to dust their feet off and move on yeah um and one of the things i think about when i'm having those types of conversations is a lot of times people really don't want my opinion they just want to know whether or not i agree with them 
and that's not really a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that's just um, but I, but I, I'm just saying that to say you know sometimes there's there's an opportunity to really find that common ground and mm-hmm. to really work together, and then other times you just have to part ways, yeah. and that's just the way it works. Well, and and the thing is, you think about the parable of the lost sheep, where the shepherd <clears throat> has say, a hundred sheep out there. <clears throat> and yes, you have 99 sheep over here that are doing just fine, but he also takes the effort to go after the one lost sheep. Yep. And so we have to be aware of our surroundings and aware of people's feelings and see if people are 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 behaving as if they're more isolated and, and scared and this, that, and the other, and reach out to them and say, hey, is there anything you'd like to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. I think you, you do everything Again, you can. Again, body, mind, spirit. Yeah, I think we, we do everything you can to, to help each other because we're all in this together. You mm-hmm. cannot lose sight of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we all share this planet. We all share resources. Um, you know, we have to find a way to work together. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also important to, to understand where to focus your energy. Mm-hmm. And some avenues are more productive than others. Sure. So now we have about another five minutes left here. So what, what I want you to do is to emphasize once again to our listeners who do not know about Ultimate Health Chiropractic, that when they come in, they when they hear the word chiropractic, they just think of an adjustment. But tell them, basically, uh, uh, um, in a nutshell, what types of services that you will be offering to them if they come in with an open mind and are willing to work with you and, and set the, the goals to get to our state of ultimate health. What, yeah. what all will you be offering to them? Well, when people come in, you know, we really try to go through a process of understanding where they're at, understanding a thorough history of the challenges they've had, how they've gotten to the point where they currently are, and what we can do to help them, what we can do to, to really serve them. Mm-hmm. And then from that point, we think in terms of, well, this is a triune being, this is a mind, body, spirit person. Um, they could have any number of, of issues. And as we learn more about what's going on with them, then we begin to, to think in terms, well, what are the right services and the right, what are the right products for this person? So if Miss Jane comes in, you know, maybe she needs this type of, of chiropractic adjustments, and maybe she needs these types of supplements, and maybe she needs these types of therapies, mm-hmm. and maybe she doesn't need a, a blood test, but she could use the Zerona Z6 body fat laser, yeah. just whatever the person needs, and we will work with people. Um, if, if money's an issue, if they're having other challenges, we really are diligent about working through those challenges so we can make it work for everybody. Mm-hmm. But when people come in, we just try to understand what's going on with them, and then we try to match them up with the right products and services that will really help them move forward and achieve their ultimate health and, and really experience the quality of life they deserve. It has got to be so rewarding for you and your staff, and you've got such great staff over there. It's got to be so rewarding each and every time when a patient comes in uh, unsure of uh, their future health-wise and they work with you and get to a point where you can tell such a huge difference between where they were and where they are. Yes. And they come up to you and say, thank you for what you've done. It's just That's got to be fantastic. It's an amazing thing to be a part of. It really is. And um, we're just seeing better and better outcomes. Mm-hmm. We're seeing people get... Uh, healthier and healthier and I give God all the glory. He's the healer for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, closing so, comments. Yes sir. Once again my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We are available five days a week Monday through Friday. If you'd like to be seen at our Winchester office we can see you on a Monday or Friday or if you'd like to be seen in Manchester we can see you on Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday. 
if you know you want to be a patient, you know you want to get started, give us a call at area code 931-967-6308. Again, that's area code 931-967-6308. We can also answer any questions you have if you just want to do a free consultation. If you're not sure if... Uh, if what, if what we offer is what you're looking for, just do a free consultation, and we'll sit down and answer any questions you have. Again, our phone number is area code 931-967-6308. Also, I want to encourage you to like us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash ultimatechiropractic. And then last but not least, check out our website at www.ultimatehealthtn.com. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we will talk to you Monday of next week at 7.05.